Hello, hello. Welcome to the Eddie Conversation podcast, episode number 17. My name is Eddie V. Hill, and I am your host. It is 2021. I didn't mention this last week, um, but yeah, a whole new year of podcasts coming your way. I've had, I don't know, too much fun um, doing this, starting it, what, we're four months in as of right now, uh, a little over. Uh, I will continue the weekly releases. I will be pushing to keep these conversations engaging and interesting for myself, which in turn, I hope also... Uh, translates for you. And with that being said, reminder, if you do enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe, whether that's on Apple Podcasts or YouTube, because remember this is available in video form as well if you do want to watch along versus just listen. With all that being said, let's jump into it. Episode number 17 featuring Cora Chung. All right. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. All right. You are Cora Chung, and you are a composer. Yeah. All right. So, thanks for thanks for coming on. I did want I do like to ask anything to add to that. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, composer. Oh, um, I believe on your website you have yourself described as a composer and oh, and a cellist. A cellist. Yeah. Okay. So just to clarify what a cellist is. So a musician who plays cello. Cello. Yeah. Because I am not a musician, and when I think about instruments, I always get confused between <laughs> violin and the, oh, big, really? and, and like the giant big one. Oh, that's a double bass. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. So cool. <laughs> cello. I might have to Google that later. Um, but no, I've seen you play it before, like on Instagram and stuff. But regardless... Yes, I wanted to talk about, uh, I mentioned composer, but just to clarify, that's for the screen. I don't know if there's any other kind of composers, but composer can kind of sound kind of general, but you compose music for for films. Yeah, actually just anything about commercial stuff, Mm -hmm. like video games, you know, Mm. or maybe just commercial. Yeah. Yeah. But mostly I do is short films, films. And I have another things coming up. Well, film is coming up. Very exciting. What so. do you mean? Yeah. How? Like now, for now, it's mostly short film, but coming up bigger projects. Good. Okay, you've already yeah. got some stuff in the in, in lined up for the new year. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Lucky. Very cool. Hopefully, everything will work well. Yeah, that's kind of the thing too. Because yeah. I, I mean, that's. I believe you have stuff working on now, right? Yeah, I'm working on... I've got some stuff. <laughs> We've all got plans. Yeah. And, um, well, yeah, like you said, hopefully stuff Your continues feature to film. work out. My feature film yeah. is, is set to come out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Are you exciting? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's that, that's it's what's on the inside. My feature debut film. Um it's going on two years since, uh, like two years ago, around this time, I was writing the project. So it's been a long road. Uh, so it's kind of like a weird feeling in terms of like it's finally coming out. Is this supposed to come last year? I don't know. I mean, ideally, 
let's say if I had a bigger budget, which is always the a thing that <laughs> that we wish I had, mm. but um, like it, it likely would have been able to come out last year, but because mm. the indie ways and and me learning the process of like distribution and all that kind of mm. stuff, it's coming out this year. How would you like to distribute? I don't know. I don't know. That's <laughs> but the point. The point for me is, it's weird releasing a film in this t in the pandemic mm, and at all. It where is it, where it's like I can't have a big fancy premiere to even show it off and 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 like get the energy in the room of people reacting to it. It's just like here it is streaming on some platforms mm. and check it out and. So there's a little bit of unfulfilledness on my yeah. side, but maybe on the next one I'll get the the full experience. But I wanted to talk to you. Um, let's start from kind of like I think you recently posted on social media about a uh, favorite moment of 2020 or biggest moment of 2020 for you on the positive side of things, and you mentioned that it was getting accepted into uh, some Sundance Fellowship. Yes. So, which is awesome. Congrats. Amazing. Well, I'm lucky. I believe there's so many talented, talented people mm -hmm. out there. And we're just so lucky to get selected, I would say. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. How I wanted to hear. Okay. So pretty much just to lay it out there for people. Um, this is a yearly uh, submission like this is something Sundance does every year. Yeah. Once a year. Yeah, but um, this year um, the program is postponed because the COVID situation. So now they change the program to the other program. So um, yeah, for for film music and mm -hmm. New Frontier and what's the other one? There's a free uh, program got postponed mm. this year. Because normally they do all of their yeah. labs like in person. You get yeah. like hands-on experience. Yeah, so like if like normally before pandemic, you can go to Skywalker Ranch, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this year we just do it online. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so... But still amazing, still amazing, sure. I'll say. So yeah. stuff... So you're still... Is it, is it a, what is it considered? Is it a lab or what? You, I think you called it a fellowship. Is that the same thing as a lab? Or, yeah, it's yeah, actually sound the design, same. Sound yeah. design lab? So I would say it's more like a school. Mm -hmm. So basically we have class every day. A sort of class. So we have different mental coming. And we have private lessons. And we also have a group lessons. And we mm -hmm. talk about film. We have... Homework every day. You mm -hmm. need to write lots of cues and watch lots of stuff, talk about our projects. And we also pair to different directors and projects. And we also had our own sound design with Skywalker people. Hmm. It's really amazing. So how I would say like it's an advanced film school. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 100%. So. I want to jump into all of that. Or maybe we should start from, I don't know, it's, there's talking about the application process and what it was like going through that with Sundance, which I think 
like I'm interested in because of like a lot of people submit, like you kind of said, there's a lot of competition for labs and there's a lot of great experience to be gained if you get accepted in. Again, congrats. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to hear about how how that was going through it and... Yeah, I feel like different, maybe like for director or screenwriter, it will be more competitive because there's more people. Mm -hmm. And for oh, film, film music, uh, we, we go without projects, but most of lab, they have projects. So like director lab, they come with the projects already. Okay. Yeah, right. so I think there will be more difficult. I don't know. As a, for a director? Maybe, well, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So and for, for music, actually, I don't know how I got it, actually. Mm -hmm. So um, basically, you just submit a few tracks. There's no pictures, just music. Yeah. Yeah, and then they would just blind choose, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they listen to it. Yeah, they listen to it, but they... I don't know how they really pick people. Mm -hmm. Were there stages where... Um, you got like a notification that, hey, you're in consideration to receive this and we want to talk to you more and interview you and get no, to know you. No, there's no... It was just like, you got it. Yeah, there's just Peter, uh, the program of Sundance Lab, yeah. uh, from Film Music Program, and he just called me. I just cannot believe. He's just like, I want to invite you to our lab. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best day yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah. No, that's huge. Um, that's that's interesting though. That yeah, you submit your pieces, and yeah, I'm very surprised actually yeah. because uh, compared to the other fellow, I was a uh, how to say the most green one because mm. I I just got here for a few years and I haven't done anything super huge. But uh, yeah, and lots of my fellow is so amazing. They've mm -hmm. already done lots of stuff. So I just feel like I'm super lucky. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of weird thing about those things is like, I feel like they're designed for people. Like you're not, you're not like green, you're not like, you're not just learning the process. Like you know what you're doing. So it's not like you're, whatever, you're not starting from scratch. So. I feel like labs are most ideal for people in that kind of situation where it's like you haven't done the big projects yet and you'll really benefit from this versus somebody that's already scored Jurassic World or something and then they get accepted into something. Like, I don't know, isn't it? Isn't I don't know, but like a few years, like the other alumni in different years, some mm -hmm. alumni already done like big projects. That's interesting. Yeah, so I feel like uh, I don't know. They they would just pay. Um, they would just find people with different um, stage. I would say, mm. or maybe like background diversity. Like in our lab, we are focused about film music, but we are we have so many different backgrounds. Like for me, I'm very classical because I grew up with cello, you mm -hmm. know. But like some of the fellows. Uh, like Aaron, he's very, he's a jazz pianist, like so good in New York. Yeah. And Jeff, he's a pop. Mm -hmm. he, he already got nominated by Grammy. Whoa. Yeah. And Ariel, of course, she's really good. She's like me, strings. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And D'Angelo, of course. He's amazing, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense that, that everybody's amazing, and I like... And they are amazing in different specialty yeah. of music. Yeah. And they pair people together so we can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Actually, I feel like I learned a lot from the other fellow. Because every time when we present the, the work, it's totally different mm-hmm. perspective and different approach. Yeah. Yeah. So is that... Okay, I had two thoughts in there. One was it makes it makes sense from like a from like a lab perspective that you want to have diversity across the board ideally, not just on the actual individuals coming in the room, but also different experience levels and different like like you said specialties. Mm. Um, that kind of makes sense where it's a nice nice yeah. mash. Yeah. Um, and I lost my train of thought on what the second thing was. But <laughs> I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure the other left doing the same thing mm-hmm. because if they are taking with the projects, maybe I don't know. Maybe they will evaluate the project itself. I don't know. We don't know. It's very. Yeah, it's but a for, mystery. But for film music. Um, yeah, they just oh. That's what it feels so like. like the first day they say oh oh I remember what Peter said, just say you mm. there's so many so many good submission like a fantastic submission this year, but we pick you because we think you guys are unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he said like if you go out of the lab just stay your unique yeah keep yeah. keep who you are yeah yeah and the whole process is just find your own voice like finding who you are and what you can do and what you can make yeah it's a yeah. really amazing yeah it's like um like you know what you can do and you learn and you try to break through yourself mm-hmm. in your own way yeah it's totally different from you know the other school, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, more like um, find yourself. Yeah. And be yeah. amazing. Yeah, find <laughs> yourself, and be yourself, and be really good at being yourself. Yeah. It's um, it's what we're all striving for, right? That's yeah. that's kind of like the the creative um, goal as any individual. I feel like I would say like because for for music, for example, uh. Most people came here for the Hollywood sound, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because this is Hollywood, right? Like, everyone wants to write epic music, like trailer music. Do you they? Well, most people. Sure, sure. Of course, like, 80% people want to do, like, studio film or whatever, mm-hmm. big, mm-hmm. right? Superhero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want, I mean... I... Yeah, but I mean, like, for music, um, yeah, so... So most people came here want to um, intern in a big studios and do whatever big. So maybe we we try to imitate some people's mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. So I would think maybe it's also the the topic that we talked earlier. Like it's easy to lose yourself if you don't if you just if you just keep doing project by project and you don't really you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you keep doing 
projects to prod. What do you, what do you mean? Because uh, how to say, you would try to imitate a different style, but you don't really know what what your voice is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like you um, I don't know. Maybe it's a, not a thing for director, but like mm -hmm. if you got hired by a horror film for years, like that. Yeah. And you never know if you are better than the other stuff. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing for sure. It's hard to gauge. I don't know. I don't. I'm trying to think <laughs> about. Oh, before I, I remember what I was going to say before. Okay. Before, I was going to ask. You mentioned this is almost like a. They put you in collaborative settings, so you're getting to interact with your your other fellow lab acceptees. I don't know if that's the proper <laughs> the other fellows. Um, is that uh, is that something you've done before? Is that something that's been encouraged before, where you collaborate with other composers to and kind of get that setting, or is that not really a thing? Because um, oh, coming out of the film scoring program from Columbia College. I know the other uh, school, they also do it like we are group of musician composers mm -hmm. and like every week we just do a cue and share and everyone have their own perspective. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I think it's sort of like that but in Sundance, it's more intense, mm -hmm. like extremely intense. So you need to write a lot, lots of cues and, you know, because the mentor, they are big and you really want to impress them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your chance. <laughs> yeah. So can you give us an example? Because I'm not too, I'm not, I've never scored anything before. Can you explain? You, you mentioned doing cues. Can you give us an example of like what an assignment might be or what that is? So for Q, Q means like a scene actually. Mm -hmm. Just from a spot where the music should come in and out. Mm -hmm. That's what we call Q. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it's not a full scene, but... It's like a moment. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So usually the, the mentor will give us the different Q. Like uh, the first week, uh, the first week, um, we pair with different mentor. So my mentor is Thomas Newman. Mm -hmm. So I did one cue from his uh, projects, and then we um, we have a private lesson, and then the next day, everyone review everyone's cue. Mm -hmm. So some some people also um, do. Thomas Newman's cue and the other people do uh, James Newman Howard's cue. Yeah. And then we watch together and see. See what decisions you guys made. See. So it's the same scene, the same yeah, cue, yeah, but yeah. different music. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to kind of like dissect what each person did and yeah. why, why they, and talk about yeah. why you did it and yeah. what you're getting from it yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, and also get the feedback from all the mentors, like big, big name mentors. Yeah. <laughs> Quotes. And yeah. of course, uh, at last, we will watch the, the original cue. Okay. Yeah. So this is stuff that has been 
released and scored before by somebody else already normally like if you... oh it's their own cue okay so it's already out oh yeah. gotcha yeah yeah. yeah yeah or oh well during that time one cue is not but uh, how how so what are you taking from those experiences like how does that i'm, I'm trying to imagine that sounds like a lot of sounds fun and scary <laughs> and yeah because Sometimes the mentor will tell you uh, the overall story for this cue. We, we haven't watched the whole movie, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But they just give you a scene. And they will just tell you, oh, so this character probably will have some feelings. You need to feel mm -hmm. that. And the other director, whatever. And you know this scene looks like whatever. And make it music. <laughs> yeah. 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 So then... But you're just trying to guess what they really want or yeah. how will it fit the scene. Yeah. But everyone thinks so different. Yeah. So is, is there, a, I'm, I'm searching for a lesson in here somewhere. Like, is there, um, is there, a, I'm going to force a lesson. Is the lesson, there is no wrong answer? Yeah. Okay. But you would know, like, some music, like if the music fits right like if they're supposed to be sad and some for some reason it's really happy uplifting music you're like this something's clashing but some here. sometimes it works like mm. if you have an opposite okay vibe, sometimes right? it works yeah okay yeah no I, I i i could imagine that being the case have you tried that just um use your own maybe work and mm -hmm. do different music in the background and Let's see which see what one happens. yeah I haven't done It's like it. a temp music, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I haven't spent much time. Like, for me, because we've interacted, this director, composer, a few times now. And I'm always, like, I'm, I feel like I need to do more homework on, like, on, on, on just understanding music and... I don't know what the expectation is from you on like a, on the director side. I think I've asked you this question before, but off camera. <laughs> um, but like I, I feel bad as a director if I don't have a proper direction or vision for every element of my film. Because there's some elements where I'm like costumes. It's hard for me to imagine a costume. It's hard for me to imagine certain elements of production design or yeah. makeup or hair like that's just kind of stuff that goes over my head and I'm like maybe I should learn some makeup stuff or learn like hair do some research like so when it comes to music and it comes time to score the film I'm always like what do I want like it's kind of it's kind of difficult so that's where uh, but you know which is right Right? I, I, you know yeah, which music fit better. Yeah, there's an element of like, okay, this feels good, and I like this, but until it's heard, it's hard to know. It's hard for me to plant sounds on top of it before I've heard it. Mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's awesome that like that's because of course that's 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 the job. Yeah. Is there's no sound here. Let's let's create something. But um, I feel like I don't know, sometimes some some it doesn't really need music <clears throat> for everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 
for sure. So you just feel that, like, is it really me, the moment, or? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a decision to make. <clears throat> yeah. How do you know? When, when do you step in as a composer to be like, actually, I don't think we need music here. Is that a... I think like most of the directors know where they want music. Mm -hmm. it, what about the ones that don't know? Mm. Any advice? So we would do a spotting session. I haven't do spotting session with you, right? Can you describe a spotting session? <laughs> <coughs> do you need some, you want to take a drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for spotting session is like the director or maybe producer and composer will sit together and we will watch the whole film. Mm, mm -hmm. And then we will watch again, maybe, or maybe we'll just stop at some moment and say, maybe the scene is too dry <laughs> mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. it needs more stuff yeah yeah and then we will plan all the cue and we will put it in order and make a cue sheet mm -hmm. yeah Ooh, that sounds fun yeah so for most of short film doesn't really have that unless it's like like 20 something Okay, minutes. okay. But if feature film, they usually do. Yeah, because I remember when I was going through that process with uh, my composer on my feature, um, shout out to Adam Galloway, he pointed out doing a spotting session, and we ended up never doing it. What? <laughs> we didn't, I, don't, I think we didn't do it because we had, we were having conversations on and off, so by the time we're like, wait, do we still need to do the spotting session? And I was like, actually, I've already done a bunch of temp. Like he had submitted temps and I did like give thumbs up to stuff. And I was like, all right, I like where it's going. I don't, so kind of. So he already temp everything. And yeah, so we, we had a lot to look at already. So by the time, it was kind of like a little bit out of order maybe on how we did it. I don't know. But regardless, a spotting session would have kind of just been like, a little bit redundant to mm. tread over again so i think it's uh sort of good in in overall like because you know like it will sounds more like a film the same film mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you just do temp in different spot um well of course it depends what kind of temp you trying to put in but um if there's lots of temp music and you just do it um it will probably end up doesn't sound like the same film. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, because I mean, like, for instance, like, I submitted a, a film to you with temp music. Like, that's, I don't normally even do temp music <laughs> because temp music scares me. Because, I mean, I've, I think I've heard um, there's a thing with, let's just say, directors or producers where once we listen to our film enough times with the temp music on it, it's just kind of like the, it's, it's just, it, that's just the sound we expect now. And when we hear the final original, it's like, mm. it's not as good. Yeah. This isn't the music that I've been listening. You know, it's different and it changes it. So I try to challenge myself with like, all right, I need to get better at communicating what sound I'm looking for without cheating and putting a different sound there and just having that being replicated. Like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, because for us, 10 music is a, we would say, it's good, but 
bad in the same time mm -hmm. because most most director choose the ten music maybe some director really loved it and you never you never can make it better you know mm -hmm. because they love the, that yeah and whatever you make they just it's just a different song yeah yeah it, it's because I feel like it's limiting like it it does feel limiting to me. Um, so I try to stay away from it, but sometimes it's a helpful tool to get things going. Mm, I would say <clears throat> it's a good, it's a good way for communication because yeah. music is too abstract. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes if you say you want happy music and I said I make a happy music, but you don't feel like happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy can mean many things. Oh sure. yeah. Actually one of my mentors, um, Christopher Leonard, mm -hmm. he told me the story. He said, uh, um, once his uh, director um, said he wanted happy music, oh, and then he showed him the 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 video. There's a a, a guy in Hawaii playing um, ukulele and sing over Rainbow. Have you watched mm -hmm. that one? Um, that specific video? Yeah. No, I could. I feel like I can. Well, it. but for him, it he just feel. It's sad. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like with, with ukulele and singing over a rainbow. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a happy song, but I don't know. Like everyone right. feels different on the same music. Because that's kind of in the, that comes down to the delivery, the way in which you deliver. I know what you mean. Like it's technically it should be happy. But for some reason, it's coming out sad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everyone, like even the happy music, maybe for somebody, they will feel sad. Because I mean, that happens to me. Like I listen to... Uh, like Christmas song. Uh -huh. Could depress you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say, like I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but like my favorite band is Linkin Park. And their music is like traditionally kind of depressing. Yeah, and it, like the like the but maybe like, hope. like the subject material, like in their like this is their early stuff. That everybody knows it's kind of like it. It can be kind of I don't know. Yeah, they, a lot of the recent stuff is kind of hopeful, but they they do have this weird like it's kind of sad, but for some reason it's making me feel good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's not like feel. A lot of people use it for like gym, like it's upbeat, and yeah. you get like really angry, and it's like oh yeah, I'm doing gym. But for me, it's like chill so it's kind of like a it it is a weird interpretive element to uh yeah so i feel like film. 10 music is a music. good tool to communicate mm -hmm. like you show me the music you want and i kind of realize okay maybe that's you know <laughs> that's a goal like you want the vibe but i would yeah. try to maybe not um a hundred percent imitate that mm -hmm. and i try to make my own version but that vibe yeah i don't know how is it mixes I don't know. yeah yeah i think that's a fun fun challenge for sure like i'm thinking about um there's a film you scored that uh isn't out yet it's the it's called me a mm. jenny and also me and for that one i i, I kind of made it a point in the temp that I sent you, I was like, all right, there's this sound here and there's, here's this complete opposite sound over here. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how this is going to, you know, 
get smoothed over and make it make it a coherent mm-hmm. coherent piece. But I like I like the idea of that. Yeah, because for composer's job is just to make whatever fits. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. So I don't know if you answered my question, but I'll I'll reask it just in case. <gasps> Do you have any advice on directors that don't know what sound they want to to like? I, what What do your initial conversations look like when you get pitched a a project? How does that? Mm, I would say most of the time people know what kind of direction they want, mm-hmm. but they have no clue what specific. You know, like instruments and stuff. Yeah, but like when so probably what I would like to do demo. I did demo for you sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. So they they can just know. Okay, maybe not this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I guess it's it's good. Like for through the the whole process, and you finally know more and learn more about the project and. Yeah. Is there an industry standard for that process? Like Oh, so uh, if you're doing studio film, of course. Yeah, like you can you, like hire you... the music editor. Uh-huh. So he would do he or she would do the tap music and she would cut everything and you know, and there's a music supervisor. <laughs> yeah. And all those people are they're talking to the director ahead of time. Or is yeah. that or is that yeah. okay? So that's kind of like the early process of yeah. So yeah, bef- so the composer they just got the direction from those people and mm-hmm. they just write directly. Mm. Yeah, of course there's still communication with director, but they'll be much clearer mm-hmm. because there's few persons there's... give you more example and yeah, they've done they yeah. put a lot of work and time into that before it even comes to you. Yeah. Okay. So you don't have to write, try this and try that and yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a nice world. Hopefully, hopefully we will have a music <laughs> editor in the future. I yeah, don't know. no, that's that's interesting. Um, okay, what else regarding? So this um to to kind of close out the Sundance element of it. What? How long is the? How long is the? The workshop going for and what are you excited about next with it like what what's how does what is it yeah oh so the whole lab is actually just like three weeks mm-hmm. yeah and so the first week is with mentors and we do different cues and the second week we we work with our own project with our pair director mm. yeah and then the third week is more like produce <coughs> produce the music sorry produce the music so so you have chance to um hire some musician and record it mm. yeah they give you a nice a nice budget to play with and yeah, you gotta, yeah yeah you gotta hook up your friends yeah sweet <laughs> that's cool yeah so as far as um who are are the i mean you don't have to say but the directors you get paired with are they like known directors that Sundance kind of like so uh, in yeah they also a page on director for this lab so most of the director they came with uh, projects almost finished mm-hmm. so they have queue for us to write but at the same time they are still maybe the final editing or something 
And some project already got composers, and some project haven't.、Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are those like I could imagine Sundance working in house with like all right, these are some films produced through our Sundance program. So it's kind of like Sundance directors are being paired with Sundance composers,、mm, or is it? I guess I don't know so how, because they. We we got we both got selected to lab right. The director. Yeah. Okay. And、I、then. I'm not、um, sure if it was the same. I don't know actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So working with a director, and then、uh, what was the last week that I thought was cool? Oh yeah. So actually, I think it's really nice because、uh, there's a class we will have. Like the mentor from the director and also mentor from the composer, and we our class is more like me, my director, my music, uh, sound designer, and the mentor of director and mentor of composer.、Mm -hmm. So sometimes if I don't I don't know what I want or I don't know what to say, and my mentor will help me. And sometimes my director doesn't really know what she wants, and her mentor will just. Give, give some options. Yeah, that seems nice. Yeah, so it's like okay, so we have a you know. You can bounce some ideas off before. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds like a great experience. Yeah, and of course it's a lab, so everything stay in the lab, so you can just do whatever crazy yeah, things yeah, yeah. you do, and you know. <laughs> what what happens there stays there. Yeah, you're. It's it's a、uh, what freedom freedom to exper experiment、mm. and no judgment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.、Uh, permission to fail, all that, all that jazz. Yeah, because sometimes if you、uh, how to say if you do a real project, you well, as a composer, I'm actually kind of afraid every time when I submit my music、mm -hmm. and see how people react. You、mm -hmm. know, you are really nice, but. You know, some director they just they are not sure, or maybe they are just、oh, can you make something better or whatever you know.、Mm -hmm. So, well, as a composer, we have lots of、uh, you know rejection is a daily life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds. But sometimes it's not. Well, I would say like it's about communication. Like、mm -hmm. some people doesn't really know what they want, or maybe. Mm -hmm. I thought I know what you want, but you know it's the wrong direction.、Mm -hmm. It's always happened. Yeah, no, because I mean that happens through the entire process of filmmaking, for sure. Because I've seen that on set plenty of times where a director will go up to an actor、mm. and be like, "Like I'm not getting what I want. Here's some. Here's let's make these tweaks." And I'm still like, there's this ongoing like they're not getting what they want. Yeah, and they're. They sometimes blame the actor, but it's really they don't know what they're looking for. So、oh. the direction they're giving isn't guiding them in the direction because、yeah. there's no. It's actually very tricky to get direction too. To give or to get. Both. Yeah, because you. Because sometimes you think it's this that, and then you know. Yeah. It's really hard. I think the whole industry is about communication. A hundred percent. I'm、yeah. all about it. Yeah. So, that's kind of the tough part too about the the current world we live in. 
where communication is almost like there's a lot I feel you can take from the in-person. Like you kind of said like the spotting session. Let's get us in a room. Let's watch it together. We can, you can at least like vibe off my energy. I can vibe off your energy. We can feel the mm-hmm. movie. We can talk about it in the moment. When you strip the in-personness and put it digital or just go to text email, you lose a lot of layers of, like it's already hard enough to, <laughs> to receive all that information, but doing it um, this way, I'm sure, doesn't make it any easier. Mm. But I would say, like, directors usually, they know the best for their own projects because they you put know. lots of effort on it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they roll the script themselves. Yeah. And lots of time before they show you, right? So they, they like, 80% always right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess from my perspective, like even with Adam for for uh, it's what's on the inside. It was in in working with you and stuff. Like I put a lot of stock, I guess, in every element with with my collaborator. Where it's like, all right, this is I I understand that you have I consider it better instincts in this realm because this is the profession that you practice. So mm-hmm, like I put mm-hmm, a lot of mm-hmm. stock into like what are you feeling from this? Mm. <laughs> like, does let me bounce my ideas off of you. Does this sound right? Or like the ideas being pitched back, like Adam pitched me ideas. And I'm like, you know what? Like that, like I, that sounds cool. I, I didn't even consider that because I didn't, because your realm of understanding of what options there are for this is bigger than mine. Well, I would say yes and no. Yeah, sometimes. It well, depends. Yeah. I'm sure it's person to person. But mm. for, me, for me, that's how I feel about it. Mm. So. But I feel like for me, it's also a culture thing because I'm not from America. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes when people say like 70, 80s difference, I don't really feel huge difference. Uh-oh. What do you mean? Some people will hit me, what, whatever. What do, but, you, what do you mean? 70... Because for me, I would feel like, okay, just the instrumental and the sound. Well, for me, because I don't really have that history experiences. I don't know how to say it. What do you... What, I, you know, what do you... You mean, okay. Are you trying to say because you didn't grow up in the States? Yeah. So I feel like culture also... There will be a culture thing. I guess maybe you're referring to like when you're working to older filmmakers that grew up during different decades? Or... Yeah. Okay. So sometimes it's harder to uh, communicate. Mm-hmm. So I would say like the temp think... would be really good. Like lots of help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it weird? I, I, no, I don't think so. For me, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not old enough yet. <laughs> but like, I I prefer having the different backgrounds because it forces stronger communication because we have different histories we're pulling from mm. and different uh, foundations in everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right. Let's break through that and come up with something together. <laughs> yeah. Versus, uh, I don't know. I guess there's benefit from like the there could be a shorthand discussion if we were exactly the same age growing up 
in the same part of the world. Yeah, and... but I feel like it's good for me too. Like, well, I would say culture thing is good and bad in certain times. Sometimes it will have more communication, or for me to interpret what they really want.、Mm-hmm. But in the same time, uh. Because of course, English is not my first language. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like I can watch the scene itself more than the the dialogue interrupt. Right. Yeah. So、um, mm-hmm, I don't know. Like,、mm-hmm. do you speak any other languages? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so like, <laughs>、no. well, maybe for people like they can understand two or three languages. Yeah. But over. I actually watch this scientific.、Um, they're saying like, for the language that's not your mother tongue, sometimes you can just close it.、Mm-hmm. How to say it? Like, if there's group of people yelled at, yeah, 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 yelled at you, but if they're yelled at in different language, it's probably. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's okay. I'm sure you can get. But if they're yelled in English and you can understand where what they are yelling, you your ear would try to hear what they are talking about.、Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but like for for me, English is not my first language. So if I want to close it, I will close it. Yeah. No. I that that, <laughs> that makes me think about a test that I've never done before, but it's um. You get two people in a room to watch. The same movie.、Mm. One person is blindfolded, and the other person has earplugs.、Mm. So, ideally, the movie comes across around the same thing. One person's hearing it. One person's just watching it. Yeah. And you should be able to get the same emotional impact. Yeah. And same story. You should you should know what's going on、mm-hmm, either way,、mm-hmm. and they should interconnect.、Um, which kind of I could imagine that's kind of the test with the other language. If I tur- if I was watching any sort of foreign film, don't have the subtitles, and I'm just watching it kind of on mute because I don't understand it. It's like, all right, I kind of get. But you should supposed to understand what happened. Yeah, it's like there's a、yeah. relationship there. If that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, it, if, if it's directed well and acted well, yeah. And composition of the of in terms of framing、mm. and how that. And editing, all that kind of stuff plays into it, but、um. yeah. So for me, I think this is my benefit. So I can just see the the movie itself as you a. Could, you could simplify it. Yeah. Yeah. And what the scene really needs,、mm-hmm. like disregard of all the、mm-hmm. the language or whatever.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. No, I, I like that. I like that. It's a.、Uh, I I don't know how how did you. Come to that realization. What? What? When did you notice that that was a strength and、uh, not a? Did you ever see it as a weakness, or was it? Was that something overcome, or how did that play?、Mm, I was. Yeah, I just slightly, like, understand. Oh, maybe this is my yeah thing.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, so、okay. I just read it. So read the scene instead of. Really understand this. Try to understand.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think this this nice. Well, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole point again, it's about who are you and what's your thing and how do you what, what processes do you go through? Yeah, but、come? I feel like that's how sometimes teach too. Like, um, it's really more like a film school. They teach, uh, like even the film music program. 
we almost talking about movie like all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk about music. Well, we talk about music, but like we we try to understand the scene. We try to read what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the because, specifics. Yeah, because everything like in terms of music, in terms of sound design, in terms of makeup, everything is served for the film to make it perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? We are working the same art. Yeah. So it's not about like okay, so you play. The music, oh, this is like really good music, but it doesn't fit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you were equating that to uh, a film school exercise? Is... Oh, so, yeah. So the, the approach in film school is different than the approach you're taking in the Sundance Labs was kind of, all right. Yeah, because uh, I would say, uh, well, of course, in the film school, um, like Columbia College, we do lots of scene study too. But I would say because uh, our focus is more in music, so we will talk more about the timbre or the, the instrumental stuff and whatever mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like and how to like make music sounds more good. But for for Sundance, it's more like how to fit the scenes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how how to say it. Is it right way? No, it sounds it sounds right to me. I mean, that's kind of my. Which way do you prefer? Is the are, are is the out both um, methods are leading to the same thing, right? Mm-hmm, like the, mm-hmm. the objective is to score the film. It's just different approaches. Do you, which, which one? But I feel like I'm very lucky to get both perspectives. Yeah, 100%. And uh, I would say, of course, as a composer, I really want to make something fit the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's my goal, like yeah. my, my work. Yeah. <laughs> but in the same time, I don't want it to be boring, like people are still, people still feel the music. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I was <laughs> I was gonna say that the benefit of having both experiences is you can kind of pick and choose elements of each one yeah. and kind of combine into your own method. Yeah, which I'm sure is what's kind of happening right so now. So you want to want it to be fit, but you don't want it to be boring. Of course. And you want to make it better than the temp. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you hire me, right? Yeah. You don't want something like library. Well, I'm not saying like library is bad, but No, no, for sure. You want the uh, you want the custom sound to your custom vision to kind of the same thing as what the advice was um, as far as why you got picked for Sundance at all. It's like we like you because you're unique. If you're using library music, that's not, that's kind of like, I guess like by definition. Yeah. It's kind of run of the mill. Yeah. But I feel like, yes. So maybe for director also back to, yeah. Some director, they just want music to, you know, they just want music, but they don't really think about (laughs) what they really want. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I probably... I think that's a good exercise too, mm-hmm. like for you to Why? make a temp music maybe. 
ten year old movie. To to go through the process of tempting. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Because <laughs> I mean, that requires me to listen to a bunch of music、mm-hmm. and kind of do that experimenting myself before. Yeah. So which which helps clarify the. Yeah. The direction. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Lots of pressure. <laughs> um. I'm finished. No. 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 Let's talk about your humble beginnings.、Um, I don't know. I don't know why I framed it that way, but you、um, were born in Taiwan. I don't know how much to. I guess go back. This is who you are now. How long have you? How long has this been? The track that you've been kind of working toward. Yeah. So, uh, uh, growing up, I play cello. Well, I play piano first,、mm-hmm. and then I switch to cello. But I still minor my piano, and I went to music school. So,、uh, in Asia, you know, in Asia we're crazy about you know learning tal like special talents. Like, okay. As an Asian kids, I I believe your Asian friends also do that. Like their parents were trying to ask them to learn whatever they can learn.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then my mom because she has a piano and she thinks like what a waste. So <laughs> we need we need to learn the music. So my sister and me went to music school. So the music school is different from the normal school. So we got picked. Um, yeah. So what what age is this?、Mm, in Taiwan, it's like、uh, when you are eight, eight something, eight or nine. Okay. Yeah, and you have to do the the exam to see if you can get in, and another exam to the other school, another exam. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's very selective. Yeah. So.、Um, So that's how we grow up and practice, practice. That's it.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So like when I was high school, it's also in the music music school.、Mm-hmm. And uh, how、yeah. to say? I was thinking about should I do in another profession in the future. Actually, lots of my classmates back then they are they we have doctors, we have lawyers, lots of different people.、Mm-hmm. Who just turn out different career paths, but like for me, I don't know. Like music for me is really always easy compared to the other stuff. And my mom feel like, well, you should just keep playing because you are good at it.、Uh, and I tried to switch to composing, but my mom said, well, bad. But she think composer. It, Is not gonna like survive in、mm. Taiwan, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know part of she's right, and sure, sure, it's a classic parental <laughs> warning that artists receive. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I went to a a college、uh, university with my cello performance, and then I got another master of cello in Taiwan.、Mm. But、uh, during the same time, I'm thinking, like, oh. So I play with some orchestra, and I'm thinking, should I just、um, find a job in orchestra? But、uh, how to say? I I after a few will compare. This need to of 
camera, whatever. So, uh, yeah, doing orchestra doesn't really make money in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't make money anywhere? Well, here is good pay okay. if you are playing in orchestra, but in, in Taiwan, it's not really. Mm-hmm. You, you still need to teach, do a side job. So, uh, and then I, after I compare, I feel like, okay, maybe teaching is more better, much better. Because you have summer vacation, winter vacation, and you get good benefits. And like when you tour with the orchestra, even you can travel, you cannot really have fun, you know, mm. because you're travel, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, like Kyoto, I, I've been to Kyoto, but uh, I've been there just one day because we, we have a concert that night and we rehearse like when we arrive, like maybe two hours later. And then we left after our performance. To the next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I heard from like just people that have been in bands and stuff. Like you're... Yeah, it's not really fun. Well, if you enjoy the process, of course. Yeah, that's ideal. Yeah, but it's... I don't know. I feel like for me, travel is really important in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I really, really want... To travel and teaching is like perfect job for me and I'm very good at it yeah okay so so um so I did teaching for a few years but I always wanted to do film music mm-hmm. that's why I feel like okay maybe I need to learn something before I really get into the industry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's how I found a process like maybe I should get another master and then came here, and then I was very lucky to get the scholarship from Taiwan. Yeah. Right. All right. So just to clarify your time in Taiwan, so you started, like you said, you were encouraged to learn special skills early on because that's just kind of the culture. And piano came first, and then the cello, and then you kind of it always came easy to you. Did you enjoy? It, or how, well, how I would say it? like learning instrument is a really weird journey. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played anything? I the only experience I have is uh, in I think it was middle school, no, sixth grade. All right, I, I don't know what age that is, but regardless, it was kind of mandatory. You had to choose. Uh, I don't even know. What, <laughs> Either strings or band, whatever. Uh-huh. I chose the band side and played the trombone for a year. And that's pretty much all my experience. And how, how you stop? Why you stop? Well, I didn't like it. I okay. didn't like it. Have you tried to like it? No? Which no. part you don't like it? Is it your teacher or the instruments i don't know for me i I always have this hurdle of i understand if i want to get good at something it takes effort it takes the it takes the want Mm. and it can be expensive too and i've really got to want it and but i i I didn't like because you know you with the trombone you have the spittle thing like, I gotta even know like you're spitting into this thing yeah yeah you gotta like drain it out you yeah, gotta yeah, clean yeah, this yeah. thing gotta maintain it I'm, I'm not good at maintaining I don't know maintaining is boring for me mm. and frustrating part of the process uh, 
But like I, I didn't like the way my lips felt. I didn't like the smell. I didn't like. Okay. That, that was kind of like frustrating. Maybe the wrong instruments. <laughs> Maybe, but just like it takes a lot of practice. I'm sure to get mm. to get the sounds right, to get the motion right, to just. Yeah, so I feel like learning an instrument. It's like a language. Is it's it takes lots of passion, and. Time. Yeah, like even just reading music for me—that's a whole part of the process <laughs> that I'm like, I do not get yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like it's sort of meditation for me now. Mm-hmm. Like it's not only for making music, but also the practice of yourself, like to focus. I don't know how to say it. Is it right? Like so, you you're saying that reading of the music is meditative for no, you? No, like practicing. Okay. For me, it's like routine now. Like I need to okay, do it every you, day. You, you, playing cello. Yeah, but it's not only for the for making good music yeah. sounds good, but it's more like keeping you sharp, like almost yeah, like like, like a meditation. Yeah, or like going to the gym or whatever. It's uh, maintain. I don't know. Like sure. you, you have a person of time and work in on something and focus and be patient to make it good. I don't know how to say it. Like I feel like this is is a very good training. I would suggest everyone learn an instrument, either you like it or not. But I think this is a good training to keep, like when you're growing up, mm-hmm. because it's not only yeah. like making good sound or make you look good, but uh, in the same time, you you know how to take an effort and how to focus on stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hear the same thing with like joining like a sports team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, there's a word for it, and I am not. It's not coming to me either. Mm. I think it's um. Discipline. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where yeah, you learn. Yeah, it's. It's a great, great for kids. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> great for yeah. everybody. Great for everybody. Huh? Yeah, I would say at first, and I, I don't. Re- I'm not like. A hundred percent love it. I'm not like you know that kind mm-hmm. of people, but but like through all this process, actually, I fought with my mom when I was high school, I think, or junior high school. I just don't want to play anymore. Mm. You almost quit. Yeah, but I feel like everyone has that moment. Actually, I ask all my musician friends; they all have this moment. Mm-hmm. But once you go through it. <laughs> You know, it's very so tough. Can, but can you describe the moment? What does it feel like? It just feel like you're not good enough anyway, mm. and you just don't. You just never make it. Mm. You've never been to Yuma or, or whoever, like you know, the masters. Yeah, but but then you feel like it's still. I don't know. I feel like for me now, it's not like profession, uh, but also like like a passion. Mm-hmm. Like I like. But you need to work through that process. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's a tough process to go through. Yeah. But yeah. But I feel like, I don't know. I kind of thank my parents. They they just keep me working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, I was recapping your time in Taiwan. So you went through that moment in high school. You followed through with that. I mean, you got over. You got. You got through that. You worked through that, um, and then you went on to university, and you got a master's. 
still in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And then you got another master's and then you came over or you or you were able to secure the scholarship and you came straight over to Chicago from So yeah, from after there. my Taiwanese uh, master's degree and then I got a Columbia College Chicago here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually it's a two different degree because composing and performing is very different. Yeah. 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 But I would say, I don't know, like for film music, it's always my dream because my dad is also a, compo- a director. Oh, really? He's not very successful. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But uh, so he, he, he quit and he, he became an officer in government. Okay. But he still very like watch movie, like love watch movie actually. Mm-hmm. So he forced us to watch movie with him mm-hmm. like every day and we we don't really have a, a tv we have a tv but we don't have a how to say channel thing yeah so we usually just rent the dvd okay and play the whole film so no commercial or whatever yeah 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 so i feel like it's our it's a ritual thing like we watch film we can watch three films or four films every day, every summer when I growing up. It's a lot of movies. A lot. Yeah. And he would, would you guys talk about them too? Like being that he was a, a filmmaker at heart. No, he did... never talked. He just said, never do films or whatever. Art. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, well, so he, he's, he, he doesn't really like me doing whatever. Why? Well, whatever. it seems like... Okay, well, but, the way you set it up, it sounds like <laughs> I lo- I'm, a di- I'm a director, I love films, I want my kids to watch movies with me because I want them to also appreciate film. Was that not, or he just wanted somebody to sit with him, or what's the... Well, I feel like he just, you know, he just liked to watch it, mm-hmm. but he would not make it as a professional level. I, I don't know how to say it, like, yeah. as a career, because he doesn't think it's a good career path. Based on experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, of course, and then we are learning music at the same time. I, but I don't link these together. Mm-hmm. But uh, we like to um, record a cue, actually. Now I realize that's a cue. So, like, when I watch a movie and I feel like, well, this scene is really good, I will record it mm. on my, I don't know how to say it, v, v, what's that type? VCR? Yeah. I would just record a whole cue and uh-huh. listen to it. I don't really know what soundtrack is because, you know, I was a country girl and yeah. So we just listen to all the cue like every time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's actually a good practice. So you know when to okay. get into the music. Like, because you record everything with a production sound. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's how... I realized that's a good training for me now. <laughs> yeah, I was getting getting a good sense of how how others use it or yeah. how others place music and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, after a while we realized oh there's a soundtrack we can buy. <laughs> so we start to collect those soundtracks. Mm. Oh I got yeah. you, I got you. You were initially recording it just for the music. Yeah. Okay. I but you, you record everything because you yeah. record a sound. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I feel interesting. And I really like to do... I, I know myself always I want to do film music, but I don't really know film music composer is a thing. Mm-hmm. 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and then I realized, like after ten years, <laughs> okay, maybe I can be a composer.、Mm. Yeah. And here you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really weird journey, but I would say amazing. No, for sure, for <laughs> sure. We all. It's it's all. I mean, that's that's the that's the cool thing about、um, what elements in a life add into the person you. You are, you know, like the the avenues one takes, or not. Yeah, or but not I feel often, like every like, I don't know every stage. Like either either you don't know what you really want, but、mm-hmm. you know the direction and you go for it. Yeah, yeah. And you will know eventually、mm-hmm. what you become. I would say. Ideally. Is director your like dream job? Director is the big dream. Yeah, that's the. Like when you were very young, you already knew. Oh no no! And how I, you figured it out? It took me a long time. How? <laughs> me, I grew up watching. I mean, you know, watching movies and TV like anybody else, and、um, I didn't have anybody in the family that worked in film, so I was like, when I, when I when a normal person watches a movie, they're like they see the actors. So I was like, "Oh, it'd be cool to be Spider-Man one day, or something like that." So I wanted to be an actor. So actor was、okay. what, like, because I didn't know that script supervisor was a thing. I didn't know all the processes behind the scenes. So I was like, "All right, there's, I mean, movies. What is a movie? <laughs> there's an actor. Like that'd be that looks fun." So that's how I, I went to school and got my degree, my bachelor's in. Uh, mining engineering first, and then my plan was to work in like gold mines and stuff for a few years and save a lot of money, and then move to Los Angeles and try out the film stuff and try to be an actor or whatever.、Um, but because、uh, of the way the world was working, gold's gold price fell drastically when I came out of college. So all the mines were laying people off. So I was like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna try right now." Like I wasn't in Los Angeles or anything, but I was like, "All right, well, let me, you know, sign up for、um, like for as far as acting options." It was like community college,、mm-hmm. or that's pretty much it. So I was like, "I guess I'll try a play out. Let me do some theater." And through a、uh, theater is very different from yeah stage. Oh. It's way different. For Do you、sure. feel like you gain some benefit from? No. From from that experience. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the acting. Acting alone helped bring out my personality. Like,、uh. I it took. I wanted to be the type of person that could be an actor. Like, could be confident enough to. Say lines in front of a camera and to、mm. and to do something in front of people like that kind of stage fright kind of thing. Getting over that was a big plus for me.、Um, so as an actor, you kind of have to get over a lot of insecurities to、yeah. just to be able to do it. So that was good.、Um, and then through that, I was able to like somebody was starting like a a scene study class for actors, and that was more designed for film. So I'm like, all right, sweet, let's learn that. 
And then I started producing my own work so I could act in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. And I quickly learned through just doing that my acting is not for me, but I do like the producing side. Mm. And that was kind of my start to learning about the, all right, I would I would watch movies and TV shows and be like, how did they shoot this? What's the writing? Let me look up the scripts. Let me remake this and change the script for my own thing. And just kind of make and make and make. And then uh, as I gain experience. But you never have a school for directing. I didn't go to film school, no. What do you think the difference? Like, were you regret or? What's the difference in what? Like, if you, if you went to school for filmmaking, mm-hmm. would you feel different or? Well, it's kind of the thing that I hear, and because I've had the chance to like when I first moved to Los Angeles, because um, I primarily make my living by freelancing as a script supervisor, so. I get to shadow a lot of directors, and um, that way, shadow, air quotes. Uh, but I got to be on a bunch of film set, uh, student film sets, early on, and I got to like witness those directors and stuff. And I, I'm a firm believer in. Sometimes there's too much pressure in that kind of setting where. You're spending a lot of money to be there.、Mm-hmm. Everybody around you is spending a lot of money to be there. Yeah. And this project is your big thesis, and everybody's expecting it to be. Well, it's it's supposed to be good. You have to fundraise for it. You got to spend money on it. It's just too much pressure, and it kind of hinders. I think it kind of it hurts the process a little bit. Where I I much prefer my track that I ended up in randomly, where I was like. I'm kind of producing in a similar way to you. You explained、um, the Sundance、um, Lab, where I'm giving myself the permission to fail and to experiment, and I can put stuff out without like I didn't put any money into it. It was just time, and、mm. uh, and learning that way. So developing my writing, developing my vision and my style of humor, like that's taken years and years and years to be like, all right, who am I? What do I bring to the table that's different? And then, all right, sweet, that worked. I like that a lot. Let's、mm. let's focus on that more.、Um, But you write your own script, right? Yeah, yeah,、uh, yes. Because that's very different profession too. <laughs> writing, <laughs> directing, and writing. Yeah, yeah. Because I've always been I've always been a writer in in ways like even from when I was a little kid. So that's always come naturally to me, similar to I guess、mm. maybe、um, the music. In a way where I don't have to work too hard at it, it's just kind of again finding myself and like my rhythms and my characters. And I have a writing partner now that kind of helps shape、mm. stuff and bounce ideas off of and whatnot.、Um, but yeah, writing and directing is. But you learn、thing. those equipment yourselves. Yeah, it's the. I mean,、um, similar like when I was doing. So I was in Reno before Los Angeles and. I、uh, in the very beginning, I, I just like I bought like a thousand dollar camera. I was like, I was, I was like, all right, I'm jumping in. Film is gonna be my thing. I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. here's here's a camera that shoots video, and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to 
get stuff out there and、mm. people that want to tag along, please come along for the ride.、Um, so, in the beginning, I was writing and acting and directing. And then, like, my girlfriend at the time was like holding the camera. And I would have like a friend or two that would act with me. And then I would edit it and I would put it out and I would do it again.、Oh, okay. So I was like, I kind of had to learn to get it done. Sometimes I would even, I had to learn sound too. Like I had to learn kind of the basics of editing the sound, the basics of editing. So you do、video. editing too? Yeah. I mean, I can, yeah, I, I have the understanding. At least the minor understanding in everything aside from、mm. I've never tried composing my own music. But,、um, but yeah, learning by doing. I know some directors. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've heard that too.、Mm. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, like if you get a degree for, for your field, maybe a shortcut because you can learn whatever in school before you really do stuff. I think that's how my Columbia College experience is.、Mm-hmm. And I'm still very thankful that because they teach us how to be professional, how to work professional with people.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also they, they teach you whatever tool you probably would need.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I like, as far as professionalism, Because I guess my thing was always like learning by observing too.、Mm. Like, I would end up, I would, I would try to find my way on any film since I could and just be like a good listener and a good learner and keep my mouth shut and just do my job kind of、mm-hmm, thing.、Mm-hmm. So then I got to like witness how's this director communicating? How's the assistant director communicating? How's all this playing out? And like, kind of pulling what's working and what's not working. And why is that person yelling? That doesn't seem professional. Like, you, you can kind of gather. But don't you think like, that's really nervous in, like, if you're on set and there is some like, tensions like, if you say something wrong, right?、Uh, it's. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have a lot of good experiences with. I'm a very chill person that I feel like there's a benefit to understanding what's happening around you as、mm-hmm, a director.、Mm-hmm. And just if you do your prep work ahead of time, you put yourself in a position to where you can actually like、mm. keep a level head and openly communicate with your team. And ideally, you like your team, like that's helpful. <laughs> so that way, you're not like battling with people all day. You're,、yeah. you're collaborating and having open discussions about finding solutions. Yeah.、Um, which is the situations I put myself in where I've, I've never had any. You know, tensions go up. It's kind of a thing, but normally you can communicate your way out of it. Communicate. <laughs> Hopefully, in a productive way. Is there any like frustrated process, like experiences when you're on set? Any frustrating experiences? Well, I mean, the. That's. It, Always? <laughs> it. It feels like it normally comes, because I guess the bulk, bulk of my Los Angeles film set experience, aside from stuff I produce myself, is as a script supervisor. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. in that position, I'm an observer pretty much by trade. Like, I'm just watching everything go down and making notes and keeping an ear out and making notes and chiming in when it's important.、Um, so, I pick very specific points to. 
make a correction or tell the director actually remember this is what it says in the script let's keep this in mind kind of stuff so then I get to just like sit back and be like all right this set is kind of going crazy and I can see exactly why because it's like a top-down trickle effect where if if the director is kind of winging it with shot-to-shot -shot plans mm. and we haven't blocked anything yet and we don't the people the grips and gaffers don't even know where to light because the DP doesn't know what the scene is and what's happening and the actors don't know what's happening and the directors assuming people know what's happening mm. and there's just that miscommunication going on that can be frustrating for me in ways but luckily it's not really my issue I can sit back and like all right I don't really need to worry <laughs> until we figure out what's going on mm. then I can watch yeah but until that moment. I kind of observe. I mean, I could get frustrated plenty, but I, I choose I choose not to, because it's not helpful. Sometimes frustrating yeah. isn't, isn't isn't useful. But I feel like when you're do when you're on set, there's a lot of pressures like all the time. A lot of pressure. Yeah, because you you have specific time, right? Like you rent the, yeah. the location, and you had to do everything on time and. Mm -hmm hopefully perfect <laughs> yeah yeah otherwise you need to do it again and you know there's lots of things like you can go around like if one specific mistakes it could, cost it, lots it, of it money. could start um snowballing yeah yeah that's where that's where a strong leader comes into play Ooh. and it's like everybody we have a solution you know, you got to get creative in those instances where it's like we're not going to let this tank the whole production. We're in a creative environment. We can find a way around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's definitely a lot of pressure because you're right. Um, like when I was shooting my movie, I was uh, luckily I had some budget to work with, but it was very small. So it was like we have this finite amount of time. We only have this actor for these number of days, and we have a lot to shoot with them. So we've got a full day. Let's just be. But the the again, it's communication. It's letting everybody know ahead of time this is going to be hard, mm. and we got to be ready for it. So you kind of jump into the day with a mindset of this is going to be a hustle day, and everybody's got to do their part. And nobody wants to be the one that kind of like is the wheel that falls off the cart, mm -hmm. you know? So everybody's on their A game. And uh, and it's like, all right, wrapped that. We got what we needed. Quick, you get into this costume, you get into this costume. All right, we're going to be over here. This is the three shots I have planned out. Sweet. So, but yeah, it takes a... But do you think like making features will be more difficult than the short films? Like in terms of maybe just like a length, I know it's mm -hmm. it's longer yeah. and more time, more playing, more budgets. Mm -hmm. Like, are you enjoy doing doing what the features? Yeah, it's the joy. So, what do you mean, like? 
because it because it's longer it's maybe less fun or <laughs> maybe that's how my question is like... i because i mean the longest project that i've been a part of in one of the higher positions like um because there's that balance there a short film like a weekend project or a week-long project that feels kind of it's a weird it doesn't it feels too short like there's a lot of prep and planning and it's like a weekend and it's like whoa it's done it's gone <laughs> i guess that was it i yeah. spent a lot of time prepping for that and now yeah. it's over so the benefit of a feature is like you do a lot of prep and it kind of you, you benefit more from it because you're living with it longer. And ideally, if it's going smooth, it's heaven every day mm. in ways where you're like, I'm living my dream. Everybody here wants to be here and it's a great time. And, you know, you're shooting different stuff all the time. So it's you're still mixing it up and you're getting you're shooting all the stuff. Ideally, is stuff that you're excited to shoot. Mm. So it's like interesting different elements of characters each day and you get to see different interactions play out. And you're like, oh, I really want to see this actor with this actor in this moment. This is a big lead up moment. So let's play, you know, it's, so it stays interesting, mm. which is nice. And it is, it is nice when uh, everybody gets to sink into it a little bit more where actors get to dive into the characters more. Mm. You get to dive into it with them more versus... The short, which is easier, but it's also like you know an. Is all the director start from short films, or is there anyone who just start from the long projects? I, I feel like most. It seems like a lot move to features or longer form really quick. Yeah, and I get jealous of that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I feel like, unless you're in a. I, you got to be in a pretty privileged position to be able to jump straight into making movies like mm. and then i think it's scarier cuz i work with a lot of in the indie world i work with a lot of like first time directors in like features and stuff mm. and it is kind of difficult sometimes watching directors I mean, this is their chance. They're gaining experience and learning on the job, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on a feature with all this pressure. And I'm like, if you would have done anything prior to this, it would have set you up for this a little bit better. Mm. Um, but I know like a lot of like people that go through film school, they have their prod their school projects and yeah. They get their thesis done, and then they go on and make features mm -hmm, or commercials, mm -hmm. and they do just fine. And I'm sure they got a lot of experience from that. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I heard like in TV world, like they hire a director for different episodes, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It can be the case, yeah. So the showrunner is the overall mm. glue to the story, and then the director kind of comes in and just kind of like keeps the you know handles that specific episode that's interesting but would you interested in doing tv stuff i think being that my my big the, the the fun thing about that scenario is it's collaborative in a similar way to i think about like the big superhero movies like mm -hmm. marvel where it's there's a bigger story going on. Mm -hmm, you come mm -hmm. in for your one movie. You have fun with it. 
and you add your little you add your little personality spice on it, but it plays in a in their overarching mm. longer mm. franchise. Mm-hmm. So when I think about TV, it's like I'm here to service the bigger story. But still, I'm allowed. I'm coming. They they they're bringing me in ideally for a reason. So I'm still adding little touches here and there to moments and and making it my own while playing nice with what the story is 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 asking for. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like the idea of working with actors that know who their characters are, and then everybody like knows what they're mm-hmm, doing. So mm-hmm. you're kind of just like in there. And yeah, they, you know, it's kind of it seems kind of cool. Yeah, which uh, we'll see. Hopefully, I get. I mean, that'd be kind of that. Uh, yeah, they're they're <laughs> bringing a lot of feature directors down from mm. from that world into TV now too. JJ Abrams. Yeah, JJ Abrams, uh, Taika Waititi. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's kind of like anything goes these days. They want. You know, if you're a good director, if you're a good anything, uh, doors open. So yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, someday. Just, just be unique. <laughs> <laughs> be good and know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let me check here. How long is your list? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I think we're looking pretty good. Um, so I guess just to clarify for people on when we can talk about, I don't know if anything stands out to, for you on these projects that are out that you scored that I also directed. Um, there's popcorn and there's oak milk. Uh, and then, like I mentioned, there's me, a Jenny and also me, which isn't out yet. Um, but though I, I, I love all of the scores, I, like, I feel like, because of course, you use a popcorn theme for this, right? Popcorn is, I use the, (laughs) I use snippets of the popcorn theme for the podcast audio. Yeah. So the, (laughs) the, so yes, that, that was you, um, yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm very interested, um, how to say, I enjoy all the process and it's really fun to work with you because every, your work have different humor inside and mm. you have your own way to say the story that's really fascinating mm. for thank, me. Thank you. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I feel like I can just do whatever crazy thing and you will say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that's kind of... Yeah, that's that's the environment I'm, I try to create. Like what I've talked about is, especially because I feel like what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to be as unique as possible as well on my side. So I'm like, we gotta have this. Like the, if we're gonna score this, the score also has to stand out in a unique way. So I'm glad that you're open to being like, all right, because like for popcorn, that one, uh, you. T- in your Facebook post for it, like you talked about it being your first acapella yeah. score. And actually I was sort of nervous before I sent you the demo. And mm-hmm. I, I think I'd send you like three, like three or four. Or, yeah. Yeah. And acapella was only one of them. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm very afraid, like you got scared. You know, actually, I did another. I did a lot of different demo for different people, mm-hmm. and I would say lots of people are really scared. How? What do you? What? Well, like most people, um, there's a lot of directors. They say they're open to everything. But they are not actually open to everything. Okay. Yeah, you send it, and then like actually, let's dial that back. What I'm looking for is some cookie cutter <laughs> horror sounds. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so um, I would say like um, yeah. So I'm very lucky to work on those project who fits my music. I would say yeah. Yes, thanks. And I very enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad. We're both happy with yeah, the, and the your stuff always have some wisdom, I would say, behind it. <laughs> yeah, ideally, yeah. There's the the messages kind of sneak in there, um, but yeah, no popcorn. So that one was like the acapella, like like I mentioned. That one's really weird and wacky, and I know every I, I've heard lots of good things about that <laughs> score for sure. Where it's like a, it's a character of its own, like that whole kind of thing. Because sometimes, because I've talked to other filmmakers or people that, you know, do short form and stuff, and they're like, uh, I'll hear, yeah, like when some just want music to be hidden. They, mm. you, you don't want it to stand out. It's there to, to, to supplement. It's yeah, there. it's just a decoration. Yeah, it's, it's there to kind of... To fill in the gap. Because <laughs> a lot of times when you watch movies, you don't really notice you're being affected yeah. by the score, but it's there, and it's kind of disguised in ways. But for this, it was like, no, we want to know it's there. <laughs> it's got to stand out. So that one was fun. And then Oak Milk was like this weird mystery, mm. drama, comedy, and um, that also had a... I think a, a nice unique sound to it as well. That yeah, I... in Oak Milk, I actually uh, record my roommate's bicycle sounds. Oh, really? I, I'm not sure if you <laughs> noticed, but I recorded uh, lots of weird bicycle cool. behind. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I, I listened to it and I'm like, it sounds... Because I don't know what goes into it. And I don't ask about like, hey, can I see the breakdown? <laughs> But um, no, that's cool. Like it, it does sound unique and interesting. It's got its own, or I'll call, I'll call it organic feel to it. Where it, mm. it, it does feel. Um, and for me and Jenny's score, uh, actually, I just want to do whatever. I, you know, I'm mm-hmm. classical, mm-hmm. going up. But I want to. Uh, well, we will see after you like we release. Okay, we'll keep it. Yeah, on that yeah. one, that one was more in your. I guess when I was asking this of you, I was like, "All right, I know strings and, and that kind of that side of the world is always, it's it's your strong foundational point." So, um, I was curious on what that would do because the prior ones were not in that realm. Mm. They were they were different, um, but yeah. Well, this one will likely be coming out, I'm hoping, in a, in a few weeks. We'll see. I don't know when this, when this episode is dropping, but uh, January. So, yeah, hope, hopefully people enjoy that. 
Um, Yay! Is that a, the newest, or are you making another short? Oh, no. One thing, I think, when I went into that one, my announcement to everybody that was, like, involved, I think maybe even to you, I was like, hey, this is likely the last short film I'm doing for a while that I'm putting this kind of effort into because I want to focus on the next feature or the next bigger project because these take energy to put together. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I got that out of my system. 2020 was a good year for that. Keep it small. Keep it easy. Yeah. But now it's time to ramp up. But it's still amazing. Like, you keep things working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important to me to... Because, uh, yeah, that's, that's the thing with directing, too, is... It's uh, kind of like what you say. Like, you're practicing every day. You're keeping... Mm. Keep, like, it's, it's a similar thing if I'm not directing and practicing stuff and experimenting then i feel like i'm losing some of that and i'd rather like i always i'm always afraid of like all right i'm going to spend the next year let's say on the producer side of things getting a feature ready and then by the time i'm in the director chair again it's been a year two years since i've directed anything and then you're Mm. really rusty and you're really um, self-conscious and you're like that's not a place I want to be so trying to keep things keep keep the muscles keep the muscles working is important yeah how do you how do you how do you plan for these few projects you just randomly wrote it or how did you did you really have an order or something and you just came out nowhere and you just do it you're talking about like oak milk and stuff yeah like those short films those projects, um, it, they vary for sure. Yeah. Like Popcorn was inspired by a collaboration with a writer I wanted to work with. Ah, oh, okay. So uh, Jamie Keener, my co-writer now, was not my co-writer then. And I was like, hey, let's, I know you write let's like make something together feel this out oh, okay. and popcorn was born out of that mm-hmm. and then there's like uh, a dp i wanted to work with an actor i wanted to work with and then kind of just kind of comes together once once you have the story and you start pitching it to people say all right i guess we're making it let's do it and then that gives the excuse to meet and collaborate with new people like that's how you came in the picture too was all right here's an opportunity to connect with people that i want to connect with but it, yeah, that one was birthed from collaboration with a writer. Oak Milk was, um, I had a goal at the time to write like three short films to produce. And mm. Oak Milk was like the first one that I had written. And I'm like, I wrote this one to be producible and make it easy. Because between then you made another short, I think right? I did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I scored. The, I don't think that one has a score at all. Um, but yeah, maybe this one was like a second one of, of that, but I had a goal of just writing some shorts to have in my, in my back pocket. So when I wanted to work with somebody, I was like, Hey, let's make this. Um, so that one, I forget why, um, there's a, a bigger feature in my, that I've talked to you about, um, 
that I want to make and that I want to get made. And I wanted, there's a proof of concept version of that that I, uh, that I have in mind. And I'm like, I want to test out this specific actress ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I can cast her in this role. This other guy is really funny. I've never worked with him. So the actors kind of drove me to make want to make that one. Oh. Um, that one was more actor-driven. And then me and uh, Jenny, that one was also actor-driven, too. Where I was like, all right, I want to collaborate with you, and you seem really gung-ho and really cool. Let's chat about what that could look like. Ah, right, it looks like we're making it. Mm. Like that kind of... So, so usually it's a it's an inspiration through a collaboration. That's really nice. And uh, and they look so different. Yeah. 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 Popcorn and me and Jenny were shot by the same DP. What? Okay. Yeah. And that one was fun for him because, um, in popcorn it's like you know interior apartment and then dumpster. Mm. Jenny, we got I wrote in like a beach scene where we're in the water. There's like this exterior outside. So there's like actual, from a cinematic perspective, we can actually mix it up for once and push some stuff. So for him, it was good to get out and mm. get some cool slow-mo, getting hit, <laughs> get hit by waves and stuff. And I really like it. Yeah, it's cool. Hopefully people will like it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But um, I guess let's let's close let's close on <laughs> holding you hostage over here. Um, what are you looking forward to most in twenty twenty one? What's uh? Hopefully, all the projects goes well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because some still um, looking for funding. It's a hard this part. Yeah, yeah. I hear about those. Yeah, but yeah, hopefully everything goes well and good things will come. I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A new year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in. The, I'm in the same boat for sure. Where it's like, I was. I limped through the end of 2020, made it into 2021, and we're here. And uh, there's there's. There's hope in the air on things in the film world specifically. Like, mm. hopefully, there's some consistency of work that can start manifesting itself. Where, mm. where it's like, all right, the world is what it is, and we're able to kind of work within it, or, you know, things chill out a little bit and we can. Yeah. Because that's been the frustrating thing for me last... I don't know if I mentioned this before, but it's been... Like, I've lived in L.A. a little over two years now, and I feel like I've had to restart from the ground up, like, a bunch of times where it's like, all right, move to a new city, network, collaborate, get your contacts, get gigs going. All right, cool, we're building up to it. And then I made my feature, so I took a lot of time time off Mm -hmm. to make the movie, and then... By the time I came back, I was like, do people even see me as a script supervisor anymore? Because I've been posting all about being a director and making my movie. Uh, i got to restart again. All right, let's rebuild a little bit. Oh, so you cannot do both at the same time? Well, directing that, like I had to take, like I was directing full time for oh, weeks. Okay. And then I was in, 
so just even like as a social media message thing, like I was putting myself out there as a director a lot. And people in this town like to, you know, box you into like, all right, I see you as a script supervisor. I'm never going to hire you as a director and vice versa. So, oh, okay. So I feel like there's an element of I was always putting myself out there as not a script supervisor. There's no reason... So anyway, I had to re I had to re get that going again with like I'm a script supervisor. Hello, get me hire me, that kind of stuff. And I was ramping that up. 2020 started off really good. And then COVID. And then I was like, rebuild all over again. So yeah. it's just uh, it'd be nice to you know. Get yeah, back because into, lots uh, of my friends leave leave Los Angeles. They left? Yeah. And I'm not sure when will they come back. I'm not sure. But mm-hmm. hopefully they will come back. What kind of positions were they? Well, mostly not composers and musicians. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually I feel like it's good and bad at the same time. A good way is uh, most of people can remote doing work, right? Yeah. And of course, as a composer, we remote doing work. But for, for session musicians, usually uh, uh, before pandemic, uh, they would go to a studio to record. Mm-hmm. Of course, that the quality is much better if you record in studio. But now like people need to do recording at home. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of different. Yeah. But that's a good way. So they, they left, but they can, they can have a very... Uh, low the mean time live in but mm. they can also make the money here yeah yeah so that's really good but in the sad side i'm not sure if they will come back because they're my friend <laughs> so, yeah yeah i've had plenty of people make those make those jumps too because a lot of people can you guys do remotely no okay it depends if the if the if the production is built for it and that's the entirety of the plan of attack like i was pitched um a gig that i ended up not getting but have you seen those movies like they take place on like a computer screen and it's like skype videos and zooms and youtube and so they're going to do something like that where it's like all on a computer screen so they're going to pretty much shoot it that way too it's like we don't so I was going to be a script supervisor remotely, where I guess I was just going to be here at my apartment and, and like how? and like watching stuff on my laptop and making notes. That I wasn't quite sure how it was going to work because <laughs> um, I've never done it that way. Because uh-huh. a lot of my job is the direct interaction with. I need to be able to communicate with the actors. Uh-huh. I need to be able to talk with the DP and the AD and the director and kind of know what's going on. So I can kind of like keep an eye out for stuff in production. I'm, I'm in every department there is. So uh, I'm like, wait, I'm only doing like a fraction of my job, which is a weird, weird position to be in. It's not quite as fun, but yeah. Anyway. Well, that's nice. What, easy? Yeah, <laughs> like still. Having the option. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to give it a shot. I'm like, yeah, let's see how this works. What is this? How do you make a movie like this? Like, that was all very interesting to me. Um, but alas. 
But you were the only one who didn't do the COVID-related film. Like lots of my friends I, are doing COVID-related. <laughs> it is not. It is no. Nope. <laughs> I just go based off what I want to watch. Okay. And I do not want to watch COVID films. <laughs> I do not. The The humor isn't funny. Uh, it's sad. Yeah, it is. And I don't want to watch something that makes me sad about a world I'm currently... You know, it's, mm. Film is an escape for me. And if I'm watching a drama about you know, domestic abuse in a COVID home or whatever the case may be. Like, I don't know. But. So you think a film is the, uh, how to say, material to make the world better? I, I like, I, sure. I, yeah, I like the idea of, um, I'm a light, I'm a lighter tone guy normally. Uh, so yeah, I, I, ideally I bring, I'm able to deliver a nice wholesome message and make you chuckle and laugh or be like uncomfortable in like an awkward way. Like I love awkward. Um, but yeah, I, so like when I talk about Marvel and like my dream, my dream directing job would be making a Marvel movie. Those movies are seen by more, uh, more people watch those movies than like any other movies in the world. So you're, Impacting a lot of people, there's a lot you can do with that kind of outreach, and mm. and I watch those because I'm. It's like superheroes are fun, and that kind of world is fun, and if you can, you can. It's uh, it's an escape. Yeah, it is. It's an escape. Makes me happy. <laughs> yeah, happy is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy is good. But yeah, that's what I try to do. <laughs> Just be weird and be happy and, and mix it up a little bit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Cool. I guess I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for being on. I did want to give a shout out to your toe socks. I don't know many people that <laughs> I don't have toe socks. <laughs> Where did you get one? <laughs> I, I saw some at the store and I'm like, I heard they're kind of snuggy. You mentioned you heard that they're good for you in some capacity. Yeah. I don't know how they I can... haven't really... I don't know. <laughs> I would tell you after a few you'll re- months. You'll report back. Yeah. Okay. And if, and if you're... Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> On that note, um, where can people find you and follow and keep up with um, or hire you, whatever the case may be? Where do we... You know... And watch our film. Yes. And watch the film. It's, uh, it's called Me, a Jenny, and also me. But yeah, Instagram. What's your tag? You mm, or just, or where do people do? You, whatever. <laughs> what's your website? Oh, was I just search corachong.com. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. All Thank right. You. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>